0: Hello, and welcome back to Autopsy of a Horror Movie, or should I say Autopsy of a TV show, because today we are discussing Supernatural.
1: Supernatural!
0: <laughs> my name is Rucker, and I'm joined by, <laughs> by my co host, Orlene. Orlene, how are you doing? I could tell you're not I too excited. I love
1: Supernatural. I love Supernatural. I mean, what a brave thing to say on the internet. but like, Right. <laughs> I love Supernatural.
0: Yes, yes. Today we are talking about Supernatural, specifically season four, Episode Five, Monster Movie. This is kind of pigging piggybacking off of our horror TV shows 101 episode, in which we Supernatural did come up in that. And this was an episode that you said that you really wanted to discuss and you felt like that it would be a fun kind of re-entry of sorts of me getting back into the TV show Supernatural. But uh, this yeah, is, th- it, this was a fun episode.
1: It was that. I, I said this before, but I can't imagine a better TV episode made with you in mind as mm. the audience. Um, so that was part of it. And then the other part was we talked about recreating the magic of not starting with the pilot of like, as if you had stumbled upon this episode and then at the end you were like, hmm, do I want to watch more of this?
0: Right. See, I wonder if I like if me or anyone else did stumble upon just this episode without knowing mm-hmm. anything else if they would think like the whole show was black and white and like this? Uh, fair. But yeah, that is that is the unique thing about this episode because as the title of it entails, monster movie. This is this episode is a love letter homage of sorts to the Universal classic monster movies from the 1930s and 40s. It's done in that kind of style. Even like the camera work is even very similar to it, and like how they do the audio and everything. But uh, yes, it's in black and white. The the credits even look like the oh, same I type of the, font. I love the credits, the, like the matte painting that is just going across. And the music like
1: that's the the opera music.
0: Yeah, it's so so good. I, it did make me feel like like oh like I'm putting on one of my one, one of these movies or like watching Young yeah. Frankenstein or something like that.
1: Yeah, I feel like that they also cared about the enough details to make it feel like you were inside of something.
0: Definitely, yeah, and they do a good job too. From like just like the cuts to because like with like the old school Universal monster movies you very much do feel like the whole like, oh, I am like watching people perform on a stage almost mm-hmm. or for like a lot, especially the early ones like Dracula and Frankenstein. You really feel that. Um, also, um, the uh, oh, frick. I forget the name of the movie. It's like one of my favorites, like Old Dark House, I think. Um, but yeah, you definitely, in those movies, you definitely get kind of get that theatrical sound stage sort of feel to it. And here, th- this was like it was hard I, I wasn't like really thinking about it too much till afterwards but it like you know have, there's not a whole lot of like panning of like wide shots or anything mm-hmm. like that in this it. So it is like still like a lot of like close-up just like just to give you enough information like it's a bar setting it's a morgue setting like where you're you're in a town square no like crane shots really in this which was kind of cool to kind of whether it was on purpose or not to just kind of like stick with that theme of like just the classics you know trying to keep it contained like that I, I thought that was very charming
1: it's definitely on purpose because the show more typically is like wide shots of a road and the mustang driving down it or like forests mm-hmm. and trees and so like this is a, a set of different like like the wipes and the the word like is the transitions escaping. transitions. Yeah. yes are all different than their typical
0: Yes, and like kind of like simple like camera tricks and everything. Like, I love the kind of like one of the first ones to get when is them on the road and they pass that sign for like welcome to Pennsylvania. And as the lightning strikes, whenever the lightning hits it, it's, it changes to Transylvania and then back yeah. and forth. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, this is an episode very much of like we're all in on the joke.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah! Right from the get go, like in in like the cause, you know how this opens up with them in the car and everything, like them talking about like uh, I forget like the exact phrasing, but you know he's like you're so like I forget what he calls him, but like blunt or mm-hmm. wh- what is, something like that. But you know he's like you're very black and white and everything. It was like okay, yeah, yeah, we're all in on this. I, yeah. But in addition to the. Uh, monster movies that this feels like it's really kind of aping it also felt very like detective like noir too you know it definitely had that vibe of like you know like these two dicks rolling to town solving a murder investigating people just uh substitute you know calling someone like like a dame or a broad for a bar wench you know just kind kind of things like that
1: Yes, I feel like that also felt like some of the like performativeness that they mm-hmm. were doing too, as if as if someone was watching them. And yeah, like, and it it's true someone was watching them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, and also kind of like the there is there is like an extra bit of like goofiness or corniness to this episode, like kind of like what we just talked about, or also the thing that like. Kind of like not like red flags or anything, but it's just like, wait, what? Maybe go cockeyed a little bit was with Jamie, who is like the, the bartender that Dean is hitting on the whole episode, when she's like, they do finally set up a date. She says, Yeah, I get off at midnight, you come pick me up or whatever. And I was just like, midnight after a full days of work? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, when they cut to her waiting, she's like, you know doesn't look like she worked a full day at a bar or anything oh, like no, that. Oh no,
1: her hair looks great. She, she looks ready to go and she's just like, "Well, I guess not, G-Man." And then she starts yeah. walking. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Had your chance, Romeo. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's it's very good.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I also like how they kind of flip it a little bit where uh, like an old detective novel or like a an old movie you know, Sam and Dean come in in these suits and they're, like, FBI. And Jamie just continuously is like, are you really FBI? I don't think you're FBI. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, she calls him a fed the whole time. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you don't come on like a fed.
1: Yeah, and then eventually she's like, you're not a fed, are you? Yes.
0: Which is, like, kind of w- very interesting because, you know, you're you're it's kind of like giving insight to this character of, like, how, like, Like, is it, like, trying to say she's worldly? Or, like, wait, how much, like, time have you spent with the FBI? Like, why are you spending time with the FBI? But isn't
1: that also kind of those old movies where there's side characters with, like, interesting backgrounds that you never get to find out about? Someone just says Mm -hmm. something and you're like, what? Why do you know that? (laughs) We never know.
0: Yeah, exactly. So it's like, wait. (laughs) Yeah, I work at this bar. I've seen so many things.
1: (laughs) I work at this, by the way, Oktoberfest bar. Which, like, is it a real bar or is this just a stand-up thing and none of this is real the rest of the year? Like, it's it has an Great interesting question. feeling of a soundstage in that way, too, where it's, like, a temporary setup to do this thing in it.
0: Yeah, that's another good question. Like, yeah, is it a German-style bar or is it just kind of like, like a pop-up or whatever? Right. Yeah, because like you know, they do like that shot of like the like the tavern sign is beer house tavern. Uh, yeah, which is so funny because it's like they couldn't decide on like what to like 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 to go with pub or tavern or you know tap house beer house. Like they're, they're just put it all in there. And, like, <laughs> and also the while we're talking about the bar, just. I love like the inconsistency in like the the portions of beer that they would get because I remember oh. <laughs> like s- it was specifically I think it was when I can't remember if it was like when they were thinking about leaving or if it was after like w- like one of the like, the second or third murder but mm-hmm. uh she comes over and picks up their glasses which were like small normal like twelve ounce glasses she goes hey these next ones are on me she brings out like, the big beer steins <laughs> oh <them>. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But so th- this episode it did air. Uh just going back to some like its credentials a little bit. Again, season 4 episode 5. Uh this did air October 16th in 2008. And on wow. IMDb, it has a rating of 8.4 out of 10, which I consider pretty high. And that is ba-
1: Yeah, that's really high.
0: Yeah, and that's based on 6,000 reviews.
1: Wow. I mean, look. I think this is a solid episode. Is it a great supernatural episode? Like in context, eh?
0: See, I think that's the thing. You know, like it kind of like what you're saying. Like, is it a great supernatural episode, or like is it just like this is something a lot of people, even people that aren't fans of the show, would just dig just for yeah? It's, its like homages. it's
1: fun. It's fun that they did it at all. It's unique. It's like a fun place to spend an hour. And, like, I think of it fondly, but it it didn't move the plot forward. It's not, like, a wild character episode. It's just, like, really fun and different.
0: Yes. And now, cr- remind me, on, on our last episode, did you say that you caught the premiere of Supernatural or was that a different show? The
1: premiere talking? of Supernatural, yeah. Live when it was airing.
0: Okay. So, so this episode, again, is still season four. So, it came out in 2008. I thought this would be kind of fun. Like, where where were you in the year 2008? Like, what was going on with you?
1: <laughs> Dude, I was approaching graduating college into the recession.
0: Oh, fun time.
1: I was crying a lot. Like, that's that's where I was, quite honestly. Like, approaching the second half of my senior year, when people are supposed to be getting jobs and like everyone is applying to grad school and scrambling and like applying for more classes and like years of education. People are becoming Mm -hmm. lawyers just to like have somewhere to go because there were no jobs. So yeah, but I wasn't watching Supernatural because even though I saw that live my freshman year by, this time I was heavy into Battlestar Galactica.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Because that was airing live as like at the same time. It was like Fridays at 9 or something.
0: So the the connection that you just brought up about how you know like, this was kind of like, you know, during the recession or like going into the recession and everything and like this being like this black and white Universal Monster tribute. It's actually kind of a f- weird coincidence because like the monster movies that were coming in like the 30s and 40s were like were a big draw oh for people it's like like you know get them to go to the theaters and everything during kind of like the last like great depression or like the end of that and everything and because like it was like because i've seen like like film scholars kind of talk about the hell like these horror movies there was a big draw for it because it was like kind of really cathartic at the time for like the american public to like Embrace themselves and like this, these horror pictures that were coming on the big screen and everything at the time. And I like kind of played into maybe why so many people like these. And we just had so many of these monster movies coming out around that time.
1: Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. And I probably it was intentional. They were probably in season four, like season four, notoriously a hard point to like keep story going, keep people interested, keep numbers up. So yeah, maybe they did the same thing. Maybe they were like, hey, this will attract eyeballs. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I, in
0: two thousand and eight, I was not thinking about the recession because I was a freshman in high school. So Lucky. I was, <laughs> I was definitely more concerned with like because at the time I was playing football, like football practice, homework, and mm. just like you know random, you know freshman high school shit shenanigans that you get into and everything. <laughs> Uh, definitely playing a lot of Nazi zombies at Call of Duty. I was doing a lot of that. So...
1: Uh, By that point, I was past... So we used to play Counter-Strike in college, my roommate and I. But again, by 2008, I was past Counter-Strike and I was on to Fable, I think.
0: Mm -hmm. Did you ever play that, that Microsoft
1: game? So it was... I'm going to say this every time I get to talk about Fable forever, because the lead up to it, it was supposed to be the most open world game that had ever been created up to that point. You were supposed to be able to walk off every path, talk to every person about whatever you wanted, you know, like make whatever choice to mold your character. And as it got closer, they kept like compromising and compromising, compromising. And when it finally came out, it was just some stupid game.
0: (laughs) It was all a fable.
1: (laughs) I have so many like nerd rants inside of me. You have no idea.
0: I'm sure we all do. But hey, (laughs) this is what better place to get it out than when you have a mic. That's why I have a
1: podcast. That's why. Because I I need to say them.
0: (laughs) So kind of getting into the characters of this episode. So, of course, we obviously have Sam and Dean in this. And. I have to ask, I, I was gonna save it for when we like got here in the plot, but like is he normally this horny in the show? Yeah <laughs> Okay.
1: Oh god, yes. He I asked, like I asked it's, Kat it's... the same
0: question and she she also said yes,
1: but I was <laughs> <Okay>. the... <laughs> I mean, yeah, like every everywhere they go, he like finds people to hit on, flirt with sleep with if he can but that doesn't happen as much because they are like kind of (laughs) gross like just i mean they're like monster hunters who live in their car
0: yeah 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 that could could be smelly
1: i mean they're very hot in the show but speaking realistically these would be like guys who subsist on fast food and mostly like drive across the country in the middle of the night
0: oh my god the (laughs) oh goodness yeah the just the farts alone in the in the car
1: this is what i'm saying they would not be this sexy
0: (laughs) no i don't think so i don't Do, do you think oh this is this is probably before like all like those crazy like chains of like gym memberships where it's like yeah you could go to like any gym across the country like with this like membership with like through our chain oh yeah they're not doing
1: that shit they don't here's the thing that i also love about the supernatural characters is because of the way they live it's a really convenient way for them to basically exist outside of like tech and media Mm. and like new stuff because they're so far from like what's new and hot That like you don't even have to think about that stuff in this universe. And I Mm. like that because that's also how it gets around like computers and stuff where it's like, yeah, they exist. And sometimes they have laptops, but like they're poor.
0: Yeah. They don't have (laughs) hotspots in in the car. They
1: can't afford data on their phones. Like,
0: (laughs) Nor was it around really. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Right. But even as it kept going, like,
0: Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, See, I like it
1: when it's kind of like existing out of time a little bit.
0: Yeah, because there's like a fine balance with that. Because like if that was today and they were truly living like in their car going cross country, like I feel like they would somehow just make it to where like they have like, a computer in the car or some sort of like, high tech touch screen thing in the car to like look things up.
1: Or they would know you can go to every library or like they would know where they're like just iPad displays and they'd go to Best Buys and they'd like use the stuff that's around, you know? That's
0: kind of fun though. That's funny. I like the idea of them popping into just Best Buys just to do a quick Google search on stuff.
1: That's how I would modernize Supernatural. I wouldn't give them stuff in the car. I'd still keep the same core, but instead of like, they have new ideas all the time. You'd modernize that stuff to like what could they use now?
0: That's so funny.
1: Right? <laughs> it could oh go my. forever. Supernatural could have go, gone forever.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then the like the best buy employees can kind of get roped into it cuz they're like, "Oh yeah, it's these oh, guys, they come yes. in here but they never buy anything, but like they kind of get invested in like what they're like looking for or at or whatever."
1: Yes. And then eventually, one of them like follows them and sees them like take down a monster or something, and it's like, what do you guys do?
0: Which, by the way, if you finish Nope, this happens in Nope. So
1: <laughs> I'm never gonna finish Nope.
0: Yes, you are. But
1: <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed a trend, but like if there is violence in a movie, I'm pretty much out.
0: Good. Well, it's
1: like well- interpersonal violence like violence on your body like i'm pretty much out
0: awesome well uh i don't think they'll ever come up on this podcast so <laughs> I, I think know, you're in the clear I know,
1: we're safe
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it is yeah we have sam and dean and sam is kind of just like i'm not saying he's supposed to be there in this episode but like dean <laughs> is like the one getting into shit and sam's like all right well we have we actually have like shit to do man
1: <laughs> sam is the one no one likes
0: See, I like Sam. I, I like, you know, based off this episode alone, I was like, yeah, I like him. He's like not the one thinking with his penis. Like, I don't no. know. I like him.
1: No, there's just a lot of memes about like sad Sam because he gets like really mopey and emo a lot of the time. And Dean is often like the fun, silly one. And so like, <laughs> it's just funny. It's like if you were like, Ross is my favorite character on Friends.
0: Ooh, yeah, that's a tough beat. (laughs) That's a tough beat.
1: But like, that's similar. That's what you're saying.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, (laughs) maybe as I watch more episodes, I'll- Ross
1: is funny too. He's just not my favorite.
0: Yeah. He has his moments like pivot. And then we, in this episode, we are introduced to this man named Ed Brewer. Who is the town kind of like crazy? He also <laughs> acts as like the red herring for the episode. He works in a multiplex, and he's also the Phantom of the Opera. Question? Well, he he, he is the that homage in this episode.
1: Yeah, he's like he's every Randy and Noah and all of the characters.
0: Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Right, all of them <laughs> in one. <laughs>
0: See, like, I wish that we kind of got to, like, explore his character. Because, like, I understand, you know, it's a TV show. You have, like, 40 minutes, you yeah. know, to, like, kind of, like, get everything in. So, wait, you need, like, more time for, like, characters like Jamie and Lucy and Dracula. But, like, I, I do kind of wish he has some sort of, like, victory in this. Like, he he's mm. kind of... He's not necessarily a punching bag, but he is kind of there to be like, wow, that guy's weird, you know?
1: He's like the sad sack.
0: He is. Kind of stereotype. Mm -hmm. He kind of is. And like, I wish that like, he has some sort of victory, like something about like, he's either solved something or presented some sort of like really big piece of evidence or Mm -hmm. something like his character really kind of just foreshadows like what's coming later sort of when they interview him.
1: And he's fun. He's fun. I like him.
0: He's fun. He serves as the red herring uh, a little bit, but like, I I do kind of wish that I don't know that that like, he had some sort of piece of information because like I feel like as soon as Sam discovers, like, oh, that was a dead end, completely dropped from the episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is kind of typical of Supernatural episodes because they get in like the kind of procedural steps mm. in the middle where it's like, okay, interesting scenes, weird shit happens. They deploy to a town, and they're—they're they're not always FBI agents. They pretend to be like all kinds of things, which is also the fun. Oh. And then eventually they get like a friend who will pretend to be the FBI main office, so that when people call in, like, <laughs> it's really fun.
0: It's just the jerky boys, yeah. <laughs>
1: Dude, it gets into like hijinks in a very—it's like serious, but then there's hijinks.
0: I love it's this. Like- it's- <laughs> the show, all like, like the way you're describing it, it's like it sounds like your brother wrote it or something, you know. <laughs> yes. Like, yes, these guys they travel around the country, they pretend <laughs> to be authority figures, and they have like their their cool friend to <laughs> to to be their bona fides. With by, by, yeah, like, yes, they are FBI. Goodbye.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of what I want in horror already. Mm-hmm. And mystery. Like, that's a lot of what I want. Yes. Like, Scooby-Doo. That's what I want. Which, by the way, Supernatural did an entire Scooby-Doo episode, and it's in season like 14, so I haven't seen it yet, but we should watch it just for the hell of it. And maybe we should do it commentary, because I don't know what's in it, but I think it's going to be bonkers.
0: Zoinks. Yeah. I I think that would (laughs) be a good one to do. So yeah, so so that's Ed Brewer. Uh, I do. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll talk about him more as we get to the plot and everything. And then we're also introduced to Jamie, who is the bar wench, local bartender. The I bar will not, wench. I will stop using bar wench for the rest of the episode. I just had to get that one in. I
1: okay. When he said it, my jaw dropped because I didn't remember. Yeah. That he said that.
0: <laughs> Sam's just like I don't think they really like that, and that he doubles down on it. But, uh, which again, makes it feel, I don't know if he would do that, like, in other episodes, but it does make this one feel like it exists outside of the show a little bit. Oh, no,
1: he would. Like, they oh. that they have a very, like, antagonistic brotherly relationship where, like, they love each other, but they often dislike each other. And they needle each other all the time.
0: Like siblings, yeah. And they sense. live in
1: a car together. <laughs> one, so, of the yeah. ones,
0: one of them wants personal space. They got to go to the back seat. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So Jamie is kind of cool. I mean, she has, she, she is like a character in this and she has Mm -hmm. like stuff to do at the end of, at like the climax of the episode and everything, but she kind of is the, uh, I I don't know how to describe it, but she is kind of like the, you know, the girl that he's going after the whole episode and she isn't necessarily involved in the investigation, but she gets involved in it.
1: Yeah. She's a bit. Again, if this wasn't, like, a total bottle episode, I'd say, like, they should give her more, but she was just, like, a damsel in distress with some good lines.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think it would have been... Uh, I'm, I'm just happy that, like, they didn't go, like, super, like, bartender mode of, like, her just, like... the Like, the only thing that, like, is her world is this bar and, like, she oh. knows the specials <laughs> and that's it, you know? Um, yeah. But, uh... And then we're introduced to two other characters that I'm kinda of gonna talk about back to back. So we have Jamie's friend Lucy, who has a secret. And she's L- Lucy was doing this thing the whole episode where she's like pressing her like lipstick on napkins. Like, she's the whole blotting. Episode. Blotting. Oh, is that? Have like you never seen women much? do that? No, I have not.
1: What? Okay. My I used to watch my mom do it all the time. You'd put on lipstick and then you blot on a tissue to like get it to a good consistency mm. i don't know why
0: okay so she's blotting throughout the whole episode mm-hmm. uh, and again she's kind of just there she's cut she is that typical like background character it's very scooby y because like you meet her it's at very... the beginning and then it turns out she's like the villain or in on it the whole time and
1: <laughs> well she's a monster she's not a villain She's a monster.
0: She's a monster, which leads us to Dracula, who is a character, which I think was the only name I could find on IMDb for this character was Dracula. And so Lucy is Dracula, and Dracula is a... uh, Shapeshifter. Shapeshifter, thank you. Mm -hmm. And which I still am like questioning, did we see the final form of, like, did we see what this guy actually looks like?
1: No, no, we didn't.
0: Yeah, I I, I kind of like guessing about that, and this show provided something that I never thought I would ever see, which is Dracula escaping by moped. Oh uh, yeah,
1: there's <laughs> some really funny scenes.
0: Yes, yes, it's great. Dracula with one ear is driving this moped, and it's it's really funny because I feel like he is kind of hauling ass pretty good, like on his yeah. feet. And he does leap over this giant gate. I know. Gate. And I was like, I don't know if he, I think the moped's slowing him down, actually. Like, <laughs> so can he shapeshift into a bat?
1: In the supernatural universe, no. So shapeshifters take people's faces and bodies, basically, in this universe and leave behind, like, snakeskin, um, essentially.
0: Gotcha. So this is okay. a thing
1: outside of just this episode. That's why they know... Yes, like I did. Is. I did
0: like that bit. I did like that bit where like they do discover they have a shapeshifter on their hands. I love how he just says just like a uh, Missouri and he says some other town. But yeah, I I yeah. love that because it's like, oh, like I love like just the history of like the implication of, like, oh, they deal with this before and there's other stories like that or whatever. Like yes. it, it was like very fun. But okay, cool, yeah, because like I didn't know how shapeshifters work in this universe. I was literally, ex- I was literally picturing something like the T one thousand from Terminator two that could just like <laughs> shapeshift into anything.
1: I mean, that would be cool, but no, this is just one of those organic mythological shapeshifters that just like becomes another person.
0: Just one of those organic ones. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you said that's so matter of fact. <laughs> Like, no, this is just one of those organic ones. Yeah, this one, we're not dealing with those liquid metal ones.
1: Well, okay, but there's also an episode of X-Files that is like this. And, I mean, I don't know. It's just very common. It's a common trope.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyways, so, and then Dracula has, another thing that I never thought I would see is Dracula ordering a pizza and then (laughs) bargaining with the delivery boy with a coupon.
1: The show can be very silly when it wants to be.
0: I love the show. It's just like, okay, we're going to drop the Ed character because we need five minutes of Dracula ordering a pizza.
1: <laughs> and you know, someone on the staff was like, "Yes, this is important."
0: Yeah, somebody stood on the table fighting for this scene. Yes, <laughs> I bet you it was the guy, like whoever, like played the delivery person. Like, like they're they they had to know somebody in the writers' room because. <laughs> because and also delivery pizzas like like that was so cool because like i don't know like whenever i order pizza now it's like, like they kind of just leave it at the door and leave like i right. never have this interaction like you know i love seeing yeah. the hot box you know like the little bag the special bag yeah, that they have i never for
1: get it. like given the pizza anymore I used to stand at the door and awkwardly yeah like, hot pizza <laughs>
0: Yes. Oh, God, there's there something else I was so nostalgic about. It. Like, oh, I'm watching this like old school sort of vibe and like the pizza. I'm like, gosh, I was I, I could just smell it. I could smell the pizzeria.
1: It was just almost 2008, but 1998, really.
0: Mm-hmm. And the cherry on top of that is that the coupon was like it wasn't cut cleanly. Like it, it looked like he like ripped it in the bathroom right before like the guy got there. <laughs>
1: Okay, you really looked that, at that. You really inspected that. That on.
0: is I mean that was
1: <laughs> That's what the people that, listen for.
0: That's what the people listen for. Yeah. That <laughs> was that was the 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 the, the whole the whole episode is leading up to that moment, I think. But leading up to that moment, it has to start from the beginning of the episode. So let's go ahead and get into the plot. First act of this is how I decided to break this up. Will I keep okay. up this format going forward? Who knows? But um, so our <laughs> Winchester brothers, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, they are on their way to Pennsylvania or is it Transylvania, depending on when you look at the sign, to investigate a murder that they believe was done by a vampire. Awesome premise. I'm so mm-hmm. in for it. <laughs> when they get to the town, I love, you know, it's this Oktoberfest thing and they meet the sheriff and I love how the sheriff is kind of like, no nonsense. He's just like, yeah, vampire murder happened <laughs> kind of deal. <laughs> and like, they go to the morgue. We see this whole thing. And I, I just love like the kind of like procedural, thing of this and it seems like i feel like the brothers are kind of they're kind of like this is like raising like some red flags because they're kind of like this is very typical like this like this like this seems very by the book which is like abnormal so i kind of love how they're kind of like picking this apart already from like their, their, their their suspicions are already going off and then you know we kind of meet the people at the or jamie and them at the bar and that's kind of when they learn about you know and then they go invest they go and interrogate ed brewer who was the, the the key witness to this and everything again all this feels like very scooby Dooey and everything but i i love it and i love that they're they're <laughs> they're interviewing him at the bar too which is hilarious like so much of this just takes place at the bar which again feels like at old school, like, hey, we only have, like, three sets, so we really just got to make them work, you know?
1: I mean, that's very much what this episode felt like.
0: hmm Yeah, no, it's great. And do you think that they paid for his beer stein? Because, like, the whole time he's drinking out this ginormous beer stein that's, like, taller than him. Like, do, do you think that, like, they paid for this just to get oh, him yeah. to sit down with him?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Love it. It's, they do it's...
1: this a lot. They love buying people food in, like, diners to get them
0: to talk bit big diner heads love it well yeah because they're on the road all the time of course they're
1: constantly and like they're in the middle of nowhere because it's not like they're going to new york city to hunt vampires and werewolves like they're going to some place in like wisconsin and then minnesota and then iowa and then georgia you know like they're all over
0: Mm -hmm. so it it, in during this investigate or investigation when they're interrogating ed when they get done because ed yeah, you know, he was a cute witness to it. He he describes it kind of, I mean, it, in a way that we kind of see it portrayed later It's like this corny Dracula impression that he's doing because that's what he saw and everything. I love that Dina Sam just immediately go, "All right, this is not a vampire. This is a goth wannabe. It's time to move on." As if like
1: yeah.
0: having <laughs> as, having a still a serial killer going around pretending to be a vampire isn't enough job. for them to stay.
1: That's not their job. <laughs>
0: I love that. Like, they're, they're like, as soon as it turns human, they're like, "That's not our jurisdiction." It's time to move on.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, they literally are like, "Crime, don't care." Where's the monster?
0: This, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a funny like how oh, we can't check that box, so like we won't be able to like expense all of this. So yeah, we just gotta move <laughs> on. <laughs> it, it's funny because it's like it, it's very like, uh, like like clerical. Like at that point, like it's like oh, ah, yeah, we just gotta move on.
1: Well, because they don't make money off of anything they do. So they can't just be solving crimes for nothing. They're trying to kill monsters.
0: So they go and this is this is like the point episode where Dean is also going, trying to flirt with Jamie and everything and all this. And I already mentioned about, you know, is he this horny all the time? But I feel like I'm missing a piece of vital information. He talks about how he's been. Rehymond and that he has his virginity back. Could could you just like <laughs> let me in on like what I missed, like maybe an episode before this or something.
1: This is like my least favorite scene.
0: He says Rehymond like a dozen Rehymenated, times. Rehymenated, he says. Rehymenated, Rehymenated. sorry. Rehymenated. Yes. Get it right. <laughs> Jesus, okay.
1: Okay, so what you missed, I'm pretty sure is that Dean died and went to hell but now he's back
0: okay just and like
1: it, we don't know why we don't know how but he's back
0: okay do you know and why like, he how he got back or is that is it these, like supernatural i mean secrets? we
1: find out later
0: oh okay so we we literally don't know at this point in the show i'm
1: pretty sure we don't know at this point in the show
0: okay Cool. For a second there, I was like, all right, you're just bullying me to watch the rest of it to figure it out.
1: (laughs) Yes, you find out in season 15 right at the end. (laughs) Like,
0: if you were cool, you would know.
1: (laughs) No, it's literally, I'm pretty sure at this point, we, Sam and Dean are all like, I don't know, some shit happened.
0: (laughs) What a way to introduce that to was just like, let's let him, like, kind of just like explain that he's back and that, like, He's not a born again person, but like he has his virginity back for somehow. <laughs> I love how Sam's Which just like th- I- this math does not add up, dude. He's-
1: that is often Sam's job, except when he decides to be an emo baby and then he starts saying stupid stuff, and Dean is like, "No man, I can't do. No man, he does. I can't. It's <laughs> I can't. I can't get my voice low enough because the way Dean does like Batman voice, I can't do it." I I literally, like, my voice is too high to even, like, I'm trying.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, man, I went to hell, and they put my virginity right back in me.
1: I don't think it was the episode right before this one that he came back. But, like, look, 15 episodes, a lot happened. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. He, He went to hell, and he wakes up and literally... The first episode of season four, the description is, Dean has a joyful reunion with Sam, but they wonder what pulled Dean from hell and why. So yeah, that's where we are. We don't know.
0: Fine. Okay, that's cool. (laughs) I mean... uh, It's also, like, really funny just the idea of, like, he goes to hell and, like, the first, all right, all right, all right, all right, Mr. Dean, Mr. Winchester, welcome to hell. First thing we're going to do is we're going to unfuck you, so here's your fraternity (laughs) back.
1: Also, the episode after this is maybe one of the best supernatural episodes. I mean, we don't have to talk about it, but I'm just, I'm (laughs) looking at the list now, and I'm like, yeah. Basically, I know we're jumping around. I love this show. So in the next episode, it's called Yellow Fever and it's not a racist thing. It's literally like Dean gets sick and I think it's related to like being in hell or something. But he starts getting increasing anxiety to the point where he gets like afraid to do anything and it's very funny. And it's played very comedically.
0: It, laughing in another person's anxiety is great. Yeah, I'm, I'm just The way <laughs> he
1: plays it, like if you watch any clip reel... You will see the way he screams because it's so fu- Like the way he pretends to scream, being like terrified, it's so funny. But yeah, so we're just in this place where it's like, I don't know. We got another adventure, got another monster to find.
0: Is that like, hey, welcome back, welcome to Earth. We we got a, we, we got, <laughs> we, no, we, got a, we got a beat rush hour.
1: That's Dean's thing. Okay. Like he's the one who's like, we got to keep doing it. We can't stop. We can't have families. What are you talking about? We can't be normal. We have to hunt monsters.
0: Mm, we got to be paranormal. Yes. I'm still, yes. I'm still fixated on the whole like him being re virginized. And like, I'm trying to think, like, are there like other vices but, like, that they kind of like? It's not a thing, but like, are there <laughs> other like vices that they kind of like? reset the clock on for him like he's never like touched alcohol before now like he's never said like naughty words or like i mean
1: they might i can't remember if they do it with alcohol i think they might where like he starts out with no tolerance again and he has to like rebuild an alcohol tolerance i can't remember for sure
0: it's like watching a calf learn to walk that's great (laughs)
1: yeah
0: so as we move on, I feel like we kind of really move on to Act Two of this when when the body count increases. Mm-hmm. And that's like kind of like the funny thing about this episode is that it like like it can't like people die, like murders happen, but like it's not at all about the murders. Like it's all about the theatrics around it and everything, which is like kind of fun. So we kind of like I, I feel like real Act Two really kicks off with we we're like with this couple at like a makeout session or whatever like in their car Mm -hmm. and the guy is like just like he's like pressuring his girlfriend and like really like claiming blue balls and everything and he gets his comeuppance by the wolf man which i love a werewolf spotting but like i was kind of disappointed that like we only saw hairy arms like we didn't see Mm -hmm. the rest of the wolf man yeah Yeah, we, we didn't get to see him wolf out which like makes me question how do you think he mangled this guy? Do, do you think he actually like bit him? Or like did he have like sharp utensils on him and everything? Like I'm utensils, like, really curious.
1: Like forks? You think he brought some like forks be, and knives with him?
0: I'd be, I, I I would, I don't know what else. I, I
1: assume <laughs> claws.
0: <laughs> you, you assume like the Freddy Krueger glove. Yeah, yeah. I see, I don't, knives, gloves, you know, what have you sharp objects uh but like what w- was it was it like a butchering was it a chewing like I, that's what, I'm, Ew. That's what I, I'm i'm curious i love it. <laughs> let's see like play around with that like it doesn't really answer that for you
1: <laughs> yeah because like you said like it doesn't it i feel like kind of like old school monster movies like the the bodies just are bodies goodbye goodbye that's not mm-hmm. what we're here for you know
0: yeah yeah, exactly. And I, we don't see the body, but like, you know, when they're in the morgue looking at it, he brings up this very like ramen noodle-esque sort of like just oh. thing of guts. <laughs> oh. No gloves. N- no no oh, PPE yeah. <laughs> in sight. And I just love like, yeah, they can just go to the morgue whenever. I mean, I know they're pretending to be FBI agents and everything, but just like the idea. Oh, they're of, oh, yeah, constantly
1: or, or, in the morgue. They're constantly being led into morgues. Constantly.
0: yeah i I guess the more i guess there's like oh please we need guests like we need visitors like
1: (laughs) please come look at what we have (laughs)
0: please like they they gave us the worst foot traffic location like we need more of this like could you could you please could you do hashtag morgue on your story for us that'd be great
1: i actually find that stuff less believable than that they don't have advanced technology
0: yeah i do too
1: 'Cause I don't think I could talk my way into this many like county morgues. I just don't.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, like, granted, I guess like the sheriff I, I guess it's the sheriff let them in last time. So
1: I mm-hmm. guess whoever
0: was just like, Oh yeah, I saw them with with him the other day and yeah, they're investigating those werewolf vampire killings right this way. <laughs> I don't know. It, I guess. It, it still doesn't add up. So we kind of get that. And also they're interviewing the survivor of this. It she is I
1: love this. Very I love calm. This interview.
0: Drinking her big gulp. Or, okay, or mega she's very gulp.
1: calm except for the way she drinks the mega gulp, which is like very funny and also kind of anxious.
0: Yeah. Oh, I see. I couldn't tell if it was anxious of her just being like that happened. I swear to God, it wasn't me. Kind of. Thing. Okay. Like, I, <laughs> I swear to God, I didn't just like magically wish for a werewolf to show up, but I kind of did <laughs> because he was pressuring me into sex. <laughs>
1: I mean, it would be a great twist if she was, like, a werewolf and she called the other werewolf or something. She put
0: out, like, the bat signal for it. Yes.
1: The wolf howl.
0: You know what? Interesting episode. I would like to see that twist. And then we get our second on-screen kill with the mummy, which I think the mummy looks... I mean, obviously, this is, like, the most impressive one, like, Mm -hmm. monster-looking thing that we get in this also just love the it's definitely on purpose because you know we're in america but just the whole like before the exterior shot of the museum is like very clearly says like american museum in front of it but there's like this you know the whole like egyptian mummy and like
1: yeah egyptian
0: mummies (laughs) and like british or like american museums kind of thing like i kind of love that they specifically call that in big bold font
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> for the exterior
0: shot that, that was great and then the he kills this cop the security guard and then this is like kind of like when they investigate this crime scene which is moments before dean's date by the way uh that he has at midnight they really find like that this sarcophagus is like a movie prop set thing they have this little cute little bucket of dry ice Oh, yeah,
1: I love that.
0: Yeah, this is all just, like, I don't know, you know, the clues, you know, Jinky's clues are starting to come in and everything for this. meta
1: on meta, on reference, on illusion, like,
0: it's just talkful. Yes, and then we, then, I love that Dean's just like, oh, this is interesting. Well, I have a date, and then he just dips (laughs) out. He dips out, and then, is this when... Sam also goes to look at or talk to Ed. I can't remember like if this was happening at the same time as... I thought
1: Sam stayed at the crime scene, but I could oh, be wrong. I,
0: th- I think you're... Oh, yeah. No, you're right. Because when he... I, I remember when he goes to talk to Ed, he's not in his like G-Men get up. He's like kind of like in street clothes. Mm-hmm. Anyways, this is when we kind of cut to Jamie waiting outside for, I guess she waited for what feels like two minutes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but we don't know it, what time it is.
0: We don't know what time it is, but it's after midnight. But uh she is, we, we kind of have like this small chase scene with Dracula and her. He's doing the whole like the fake accent and everything. And then him and Dean get into a fist fight. He pulls his ear off, moped escape. It's great. Uh, and then this is kind of like when they, start to like really realize that uh dracula's clothing was also from the same prop place and the ear means he's a change changeling or or shapeshifter yeah um uh, you know all of it's kind of like really falling yeah, it's into all, place all here.
1: costumery yeah they realize that
0: yes yeah and then we kind of have like this moment with them in the bar and sam you know decides that he'll go uh investigate ed brewer and we get like the fan of the opera callback and everything and the thing that like like this happens a lot in movies and tv shows where there's like a person about to go like snooping around somewhere where there's dangerous where like he inexplicably just pulls out his gun just to make sure it's loaded and then puts it right back just to like (laughs) show the audience he's armed (laughs)
1: Yeah, although we know they are always armed because one of the coolest slash most disturbing things if they existed is when you open up their trunk, there's like a secret trunk and it's just guns.
0: Secret trunk. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> so, they- <laughs> so they're so they fighting all like these ghouls and monsters and like demons and like that's so funny because I would have th- thought of things like steak, like wooden stakes. Garlic cloves. Oh, they've got
1: everything.
0: Holy water. Okay.
1: Everything, and then they also get into like hex bags, which I think are a hex like, voodoo kind of thing, or like tied to like jujuism or voodoo. I'm not sure. And like they get into witches, and they they cover like every kind of monster you can think of.
0: Okay, we need to TM hex bags and make this like a monthly subscription box set like how has that not been done
1: yes oh my right. god
0: F- people listening you're not allowed to steal that we've already don't steal got it. it wait seriously hex bags that's great
1: it is great actually i yeah i don't know you know the actor that plays dean i'm blinking on his name he's like i think he has a production company we should pitch him
0: we should we should do that but i feel i feel like it stands pretty strongly on its own uh <laughs> Yeah, no. Yeah, no. True. We definitely should. Uh, 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 yeah, visit my et- my Etsy site, Hex Bags. Oh, that's great. But 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 but. Where were we at here? Oh yeah. While Dean and Jamie are kind of like at the bar, this is when Lucy comes in, and Lucy, I don't know how, but Lucy drugs them.
1: I don't know how either, because
0: I guess th- she or he just walks around. Bottle? Yeah, that's the thing because she or uh, Lucy picks up that what looks like an unopened bottle of bourbon. Right. She's like, "Oh, I'm just having people over." Uh, I think I'm now realizing Dracula got away, circled back, and like did this whole thing. Okay. That's it. Okay. So mystery solved. So this happens. Lucy drugs them. They wake up. <laughs> Dean wakes up and later for i i i have no idea why (laughs) for fun for fun uh i wish that we got to see where lucy slash dracula's lair is at like where this takes place because it looks it because you know like the walls are very thin as we see
1: oh yeah
0: because like I'm, like, questioning, like, are we still in the bar? Like, is this, oh, like... A,
1: I thought we were somewhere else, but I didn't know where.
0: Like, uh, I'm questioning, like, is this, like, like a scenario where, like, you know, like, there's an apartment above the bar that they're staying Ooh. at, and they have it decked out to be like this, mm-hmm. and they, can like, kind of get away with, like, it looking like a movie set? Because, like, oh, like, I have it decorated for Oktoberfest because it looks very... German, you know, brew house you know, kind of feel that he's going for. It. Like, oh, okay. But but no, because then later on when the pizza gets there, it's very much like a house house when he's walking to the front door to go oh, answer. Oh, I think,
1: I don't really remember that part. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I have so many questions. <laughs> the geography of this is a mess, but uh, I do love, because they really did nail the the setting like the set design of all this because it does look a lot like the 1931 frankenstein in this it's great but it, he's doing his he does like the classic bad guy thing where he takes forever to pull like the the lever or the button or the whatever that would kill our hero all to be saved by <laughs> by a prompt pizza delivery which is great yeah very punctual pizza love it
1: it's very Scooby Doo.
0: Right, another thing we should TM, punctual pizza.
1: Ooh, <laughs> I I think Domino's tried that and it didn't work.
0: Well. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah so he he I guess we're actually there right now like he goes and he answered the, the the pizza delivery you know we kind of talked about that the coupon uh, I think at this point Sam has gotten wind. Of what's going on, and then somehow knows where Dracula lives. He,
1: I don't, yeah, I don't know that part, but he definitely connected that Lucy was in like both locations.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he definitely did. Uh, he he did some mental gymnastics and got that figured out. Uh Again, how does he know where Dracula castles is? I don't, maybe like it is like a literal castle. It's just like everyone in the town was like, yeah, how can you miss it? But well, then
1: they but they would have then the sheriff would have been like, it's probably that freak who lives in the castle. Right. Well, maybe. <laughs>
0: right? Hold on here. Here's a theory. When if everybody thinks that Ed Brewer lives there because the shapeshifter comes out as Ed just to get everybody in on that again, the red herring for him and everything. Mm, OK. Yeah, I'm putting a lot of lore into this. I can't wait to go update the Wikipedia. That's okay because no one
1: can tell you that you're wrong.
0: Right. Yes. (laughs) Fight me, nerds. So, so, you know, shenanigans ensue in Dracula's castle. People get thrown through. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Before that, this is when we get Dracula's monologue with him and Mm -hmm. Jamie. And he ordered the pizza for Jamie, which was, uh, I guess, cute. (laughs) He wants Jamie to wear this dress because she looks like one of the brides of Dracula from the movie. And we uh, honestly, I really dug all of this. I really liked the motivation that they gave Dracula in this and that, you know, he's he's a shapeshifter. He's been an outcast and like a, quote, freak his whole life. His dad like abused him and like called him a monster and a freak and everything. And the monster movies, is like what he turned to was his escape.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it's it, it, like, I think all that's like really cool. And like, you know, it, it makes him like a real character and everything. And there's it like, it's like, I don't want to say like relatable, but it's interesting that, you know, they show him. I, th- I find it relatable that he turns to the characters in those movies because, you know, when we think of like the monster movies and even like, like franchised IP slasher movies today, like Halloween, a uh, mm-hmm. nightmare on Elm street, Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. people keep returning for the monsters, like the Jason's, the Michael Myers, yeah. the Freddy Krueger's in those. And like, I'm not saying people necessarily identify with them, but they like, they are the draw and that what, what people go to. Exactly. So like, it's kind of like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, like, like, like a movie buff or, like, a film fan or whatever of whatever sorts would kind of, like, maybe identify or, like, share kind of like that mutual thing. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, that's why I go to these movies, too, because I – even though, like, they are the, quote, villains, you know, you kind of right. root for them in a sense. And this is it's a
1: murderer, kinda, Brucker. A murderer.
0: Well, he is. <laughs> but <laughs> he – He's had He has some points. I'm just kidding.
1: You know what? Do I remember on this podcast someone recently going, I think you like chef a little too much. Does that well, sound familiar? Uh, uh,
0: I, th- I think it's all about tone, and the tone in here <laughs> is definitely much different than the tone in the menu.
1: You think?
0: It is. <laughs> you I, I re-listened to that episode during my break, and you were so on chef's I side. I still don't of-
1: hear it. And I've also listened to it.
0: Oh my goodness! People write in if people think Orlean was a little too much on Chef's side. Um, <laughs> for the for the record, I am not on Dracula's side. I'm just saying I like this. You're whole just monologue. saying he's a
1: deeply sympathetic character who you could almost relate to as a person. That's all, right?
0: <sighs> Golly. Anyways, so I, I find all that interesting, and I love that he's trying to just like kind of recreate this movie moments, but it's also i love how he ends it too with because you know, dean and sam are kind of like well you know at the end of those movies the monsters are normally like vanquished in it and he's like oh, oh, oh not in my movie and it's very it kind of was like oh that that makes me that automatically made me think of like billy loomis and Stu and like in scream about mm-hmm. like them making their own movie and then being the villains yeah. in it too and everything else like, oh, that's that's fun I immediately thought of like the the the, Leonardo, the Once Upon a Time at Hollywood meme of Leo pointing at the TV. Oh yeah, yeah. But then you know fights, people throwing through walls and everything, and then he is shot by Jamie, who went ahead and got dressed in the. Also, in the, I love the, gown. the music
1: in the scene, like the the action music that they do, mm-hmm. like the classic sound effects and like the thrilling like music that comes up. I just. It really it's fits great.
0: it definitely does, and then he I, I do appreciate that they make Jamie the one to slay him. I thought that was mm-hmm. you know good, and like you know it gave her you know something to do in this episode and to i don't know I, I I do like that, but I do have a question why so because he was shot multiple times as the mummy by the security guards, but these bullets work here
1: I don't know. I, we don't really know, like, how he shapeshifts, you know?
0: Okay. Like, so, what's
1: actually happening? Is he, like, touching another person and, like, absorbing them? Or, like, how is he?
0: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think that was, like, the one thing I was like, wait. So, like, guns work sometimes on him. <laughs> but I, I think there was, like, a line, something about silver bullets in this line. But isn't that for oh. werewolves?
1: Actually, it's for more than just werewolves. There's a lot of things that they find out that like doesn't like silver.
0: Uh, well, like In the show, they find that out?
1: In the show. No, in okay. real life, Brucker, get some silver I, bullets I, I, now.
0: I'm just saying, you've been saying stuff like it's- What are you like, doing?
1: <laughs> don't you have your silver bullets ready?
0: I, 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 I don't. Uh. <laughs> Man, the last time I brought a normal gun to a silver bullet fight, <laughs> but yeah so they kill Dracula and the episode you know kind of like does the same really, they like they kind of cut to the next day Dean and Jamie are kind of like making out a little bit and then the episode kind of ends you know on a well another mystery solve gang time to time to hit the road
1: on to the next one
0: and then they do the whole like end title card the end question mark. I love that yeah yeah it's a great touch uh, but yeah, so that is that's pretty much this episode of supernatural monster movie. Uh, I guess now that we're, now we're at the end of it, I mentioned at the beginning that this has a rating of eight point four out of ten on IMDb. I figure maybe fun. We gave a rating for it. Like, do you agree with that? Would you go higher or lower? Or what? What would you give this out of ten?
1: I would go a little lower. I'd say this is like six and a half, seven out of ten for so supernatural you... episodes.
0: So you're grading it on, like, a Supernatural episode?
1: Curve, yeah.
0: Curve, okay. Uh, I don't know if I can do that, but... Of course. Yeah, so I think I would go a little bit lower, but not quite as low as 6. I think I would be, like, in the 7 range.
1: Mm -hmm. Like like a solid
0: 7.0.
1: I feel like it's a good portable episode. That you Mm -hmm. don't have to come in with really any context. And you can just enjoy it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I I think that's where I'm at with this. Uh, I just wish I had a little bit more justice for Ed Brewer. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, Uh, I I think think that's all I got for this. Anything else for this episode, Orlean?
1: I mean, I have to ask, if you did catch this episode on TV one day, would you be curious about the rest of the show?
0: I would, but then I would be like, wait, why is there color? And I would... (laughs) I would be so thrown off by that. Like, I think I will be chasing that feel of like that old oh, school, like, homage. like this one is
1: too different.
0: Yeah. Like, I think I would be like chasing. Cause like, this, this, this episode did make me go, you know, I would watch a whole like detective noir, black and white, like modern series. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, yeah, I would be so in for that. Like if X-Files was all in black and white and kind of like this feel. Oh yeah. I would, I would totally watch
1: that too why don't we have that
0: yeah why don't we have
1: that yeah (laughs) that's a good point I don't know I I considered some other episodes that had like more emotional depth that you could get like in episode but I couldn't resist the monster movie tie-in I just couldn't knowing how much you love those
0: Oh, yeah. No, no. This was great. I mean, like I had like a really fun time with this and I watched it twice. I watched the first time on my TV taking notes. And then I watched it second time, not taking notes, just absorbing it, but we watched it on our projector. And, you know, just like this old timey black and white movies, this episode on on a projector. It's just like chef's kiss is so good.
1: Awesome. So, yeah, that's what I wanted. Just like a fun experience of a TV show that you haven't seen 15 years of, but you can just like watch
0: just pop in yeah no yeah. it's great no I, I i had a real fun time with this uh i you know uh, <laughs> i mean there's i feel uh, when i was online kind of like doing like doing some like very passive research on this i mm-hmm. love that everybody quoted the the do you take coupons or like i have a coupon sort of bit <laughs> so there seems to be like some kind of like iconic moments even just from this episode like that yeah um, I mean, I it's to.
1: enjoyable to hang out with Sam and Dean.
0: Oh, yeah. hundred percent. And and again, like hanging out with them because we are hanging out with them so much in that tavern, too. <laughs> yeah. I, I love how much of this. Like, I love they don't even bother with like us watching them just check into a motel or something. Like, I just love it. It's like, yeah, it happens. You, you don't need it.
1: Oh, yeah. It's there's great. so much of that. Like, we'll see them in a car and then in a motel room. And they're just like, you get it. And we're like, yeah, we get it. It's,
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's great. But, Honestly, I would love to go back to this tavern because I feel like there's, there's more crazy stories that happen. or like I feel ed- like
1: you could do a whole movie around this tavern now.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, oh, the not movie. I would like to do kind of like just like a TV show, kind of like episodes like this, where like Ed's just like I saw oh. like I saw like the, the creature the Black Lagoon or whatever. I was like, all right, Ed, and the well, this somebody gets slimed by it or something.
1: Maybe this is our writing prompt.
0: Oh, this one, just just stories from the tavern.
1: Yeah, right. With just like this kind of framework and a couple it's, characters that we might reuse
0: so no okay that's it instead of ed it's like the character it's like cheers it's like the people that always work in the bar but like yeah get they get different like out-of-towners in there and for whatever reason all the out-of-towners have like crazy stories to share about like (laughs) paranormal or monster or some
1: of them are monsters
0: Mm, yes and like it is like as they're like they're So, like, the episodes, like, them coming in, them, like, setting up the premise of the story, and then, like, it fades to, like, the reenactment or whatever, and (laughs) then it cuts back to them in the bar, and then it's like, wait, like, were you the person doing these awful things? Oh, that's
1: fun. Each episode? Yeah, I like that.
0: But the bartenders are just so unfazed by all of it. Like, yeah, okay. Like, I've served so many murderers. Yeah.
1: Also, in the Supernatural universe, we do get the idea of, like, Monsters but people are they not all bad and like i'm making it very simplistic but this is kind of like a multi-season arc where as they discover like more human-like or like sympathetic monsters who are just trying to live man you know they're, <laughs> they're trying like, to live man should we kill them all anyway
0: they're going to kill that poor woman man Or if you see the Big Lebowski, that's like one of my favorite clips from that. But yeah,
1: but But I do want to make you watch some more Supernatural after this because it's fun and we can jump around a ton.
0: Oh yeah, hundred percent. And this also made me think of like other episodes of different TV shows I want to get you to watch. Totally. Uh, I have a specific episode in mind from Creep Show on Shutter. Uh, So, and that's like the tricky thing. And people, people, I'm going to let them listen to us. Like, have somebody you know inside baseball I was talking about episode planning mm-hmm. because Creepshow show is is cuz like each episode has two vignettes in it okay so so you get two stories in each episode but there's like one specific vignette I just want to talk about with you but it's kind of like okay. do we do the whole episode talk about both vignettes or just do just the second half of it with the one I just am interested in I don't know but
1: and it, it depends on my opinion when I watch them
0: True. Yeah, because if we only do the one, it could only lead to like a like a quick episode, like a mini soda sorts, but like you maybe that's not we the could worst possibly thing.
1: Possibly stick to a mini sode talking about anything.
0: <sighs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> <That's>,
0: <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah. But real
1: question. We could watch a fifteen minute short film and we're gonna talk for an hour about it.
0: That's about how long like the vignettes are. They're about like ten to fifteen minutes. So
1: we could aim to talk about it for half an hour, but it depends yeah. on how much there is to talk about.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So maybe 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 we'll just have you watch the episode as a whole because it's only like a half mm-hmm. hour, and then you, okay. we could go from there. But um, yeah, a little bit inside baseball for the folks. Uh, that's
1: <laughs> also I'm also preparing lists of Black Mirror episodes. That mm-hmm. we should check out, like the actual good ones, because not all of them are home runs. Uh, and then what was it? the other one? Was it Buffy or X-Files? I can't remember. I was picking episodes of something else for us to watch.
0: Gotcha. Oh, it was
1: Buffy. Yeah. Like if you didn't start from the beginning and we just dropped you into like a fun Buffy episode like this kind of thing.
0: I feel like we do have to say X-Files is on the spreadsheet because. Yes. We got a little heat. From Ellie and Jasher, sure that we didn't talk about X Files enough on the Horrors One Hundred and One episode.
1: I mean, another one that went nine seasons or something. And didn't How they like, bring did it, it back
0: for like another season? Like recently? And then like, there's
1: three movies, TV? four oh my movies, my and like I saw one. I saw the first X Files movie in the theater. There's a lot to the X Files. There's mm-hmm. a lot.
0: There's a lot.
1: We can do bottle episodes. We can do mythology. We, we barely talk about aliens. The mm-hmm. pilot is one of the best pilots of all time.
0: It's so good. It's- yeah. But if people have suggestions or requests, feel free to write mm-hmm. them in. Uh, you can reach out on Twitter and Instagram and threads at Brooker horror. You can also email me at brookerhorror at gmail.com with any sort of suggestions you want for this uh, inbox is completely open to anybody um be sure to follow oh go ahead
1: oh yeah i was gonna say also we can watch things that you and i haven't seen like we've got to check out severance which i haven't seen still Mm -hmm. and we've got to check out yellow jackets and i haven't seen it and so like both of those we should check out
0: absolutely uh do should we do a commentary track on something awful like the um that halloween special for like the scream tv show you know what i'm talking about how like they had like this weird it was like almost like a made for tv movie they did with it where like they go to that island
1: i don't know what you're talking about
0: oh i feel like maybe i don't want to know this what, this what you're talking
1: about i don't it's awful know what you're talking about it's Stop. like I,
0: I, as a person that actually that does like that show this was awful <laughs> But
1: And you already know what I think of that show, so I can't imagine if you think this is awful, I might set my TV on fire.
0: <laughs> but anyways, uh, thank you for, for listening. <laughs> Be sure to follow on Twitter, Instagram, and threads, and TikTok at Brucker Horror. Share the show with friends and family. Please let us know any like TV show or episode requests that you guys have in mind. Or where can people find you?
1: Uh, you can find me on mostly just Instagram at this point because Twitter is a hellscape that is becoming less usable by the day. So I'm on Instagram at Spooky Orlean. And you can email me at Spooky Sisters Book Club because I haven't changed my email address.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Why would you?
1: <laughs> Gmail is forever. Maybe. We'll see.
0: Well, you know, you, you got grandfathered in to the uh, hex bag subscription service and like you're you're locked into a good tier and you just wanna keep getting your monthly supply of silver bullets, so I get it.
1: It would be so fun to actually make that. Like I don't think that's gonna leave my brain.
0: Hex bags. It's it's great. I love Hexbags.
1: it. And just think of the variety of stuff you could put in them to surprise people. There's so much weird, like 3D printed stuff from artists these days. Oh man.
0: I'm thinking like, I mean, like literally like stuff for your kitchen, weird knickknacks, like literally everything. Like oh, you could so go many with it.
1: knickknacks, crystals, voodoo dolls. Ouija boards. Is that a thing? Yeah. Voodoo dolls. Yeah. Well, Ouija
0: board on the go, like those little Scrabble things. Yes, yeah.
1: like a little one. <laughs> you get on a plane,
0: you're like, oh, you brought like a travel, oh, that's a travel Ouija board.
1: <laughs> I think this plane has haunted everybody. And you pull this out and you're like, okay, well, flip- I'll let you know.
0: The spirits tell me we are going to land just fine. The spirits tell me it's only turbulence. <laughs> it's really funny. These TSA, if you do not allow these on planes.
1: No, they're very safe. What could you do with them?
0: <sighs> did, did you know that you could go to Barnes & Noble and buy a Ouija board?
1: No. You can just go
0: to... They, they have them over in the game section, which see, seems... it doesn't so open off. a
1: portal to hell, everybody... How could it? We'd have so many portals.
0: <laughs> I feel. Have you seen today's Actually, world? That's
1: true. Is that what happened? Is yes. that everybody bought Ouija boards and then talked to them and we have like a zillion Porsche portals to hell open? They Is that what's going bought, on?
0: They all bought Ouija boards and then. We became... need Sam and
1: Dean. We need them.
0: Oh my gosh. Yes. Well, anyways. <laughs> we'll see you next time on Hex Bags. Thank you for listening. Share with friends and family again. And we'll see you next time with a movie episode. I think I know what it is, but I don't want to plug it yet in case we change our minds. But uh, see you guys next time. Watch some good movies and TV shows. Bye.
1: Yes. Bye. Bye.